0: Shri and Maha, with the Divine Blessings of our Mother Divine Lalta Prasundari and Father Divine Lord Mahadeva we are continuing to discuss the Holy Sri Chakram and trying to understand the different Avarnams in the previous episodes we made an attempt to understand the first Avarnam, the Bhupura Chakram or Trilokya Mohana Chakram as it is called <clears throat> the next Avarnam the second enclosure or the Chakram it's called Sarvāsa Paripūraka Chakram. Essentially, the one that fulfills all the desires of the practitioner. Now, all the beings who have life in them are walking Merus or Sri Chakras because we said Sri Chakram is nothing but our body. If you were to compress the human body from the three dimensions into a two-dimensional paper and if you were to take the picture of the energy field of the body, the so-called aura, there are special cameras that capture the aura of an individual. The geometry that would be captured in a well-maintained body is the Shri Chakram. When you extrapolate this Shri Chakram from two dimensions to three, you get the three dimensional Meru. In this second Avarnam, Sarvashaparipuraka Chakram, the presiding deity, the goddess is Tripureshi Devi. And all her aids are hidden or unmanifested. They are called the Gupta Yoginis. These are represented by 16 and 16 petals, lotus petals are there in this chakram as well. The 16 petals represent the 16 kalas of the moon, the 15 we have discussed in the past, which is known to everyone. The 16th one being the full-blown Satchidananda Lalitatripurchundari herself. Now just above the 16 lotus petals, there are three concentric circles that are recognized only in the Dakshinamurti Sampradayam, where the Srividya Guru is considered Dakshinamurti. Dakshinamurti is the one who revealed the Srividya tradition to the likes of Hayagriva and others. In the Griva tradition, the disciples don't recognize the three concentric circles and there is an Ananda Bhairavi tradition where they do recognize the concentric circles but in their Guru Sampradaya, there are no rituals prescribed for the concentric circles. While we respect both the other traditions as well, since we follow the Dakshinamurti tradition, we accept their presence in both physically, spiritually and ritually as well. And these three concentric circles essentially borrow the states of existence from the Bhupuram to the internal body. For example, the Stula Seriram to the Sukshma Seriram and the Karana Seriram as well, which is Jagrat. Swapna and Sushupti. These are the three states of normal existence for anybody. And only once we start going beyond these three states of normal existence, we will start noticing these 16 Kalas in us. As long as a man or a woman is very comfortable with the flow of time and life, he or she will not even get a calling to tune within themselves to have a dialogue with the divine that is residing in them which is the true Bhagavad Gita Gita is the voice, Bhagavad is the Bhagawan in us the one who is illuminating us therefore when we spend time in silence you are having conversations that are very very intense and very powerful and that is the true Bhagavad Gita that will go on in each of us and that's the reason In the Bhagavad Gita when Krishna explains it to Arjuna, only Arjuna is able to listen to it because it is the inner voice that he is tuning into and nobody else in the battlefield was able to listen to that Bhagavad Gita. Now coming back to the 16 petals, the way we have to recognize the 16 petals. If we were to keep the Sri Chakram facing east. You have to go anti clockwise in counting these petals, and the 16 petals basically represent the A2Aha Aksharas, which basically are listed in the 16 petals as well. Matruka Mantra Varnam. Yesterday we discussed in the previous episodes that all the Aksharas are themselves our mantras and by providing mantras in the form of akshara akshara essentially means one that does not erode away therefore when we are initiated into education akshara abhyasam abhyasam is practice akshara means Learning that knowledge and wisdom that won't erode away our jnanam, wisdom is what we are initiated into. Therefore, aksharabhyasam is done as a puja where the knowledge and wisdom that feeds the stomach is important but more important is the one that feeds the soul. Therefore, aksharabhyasam is initiated by writing a guru mantram or om namah shivaya and rice because ultimately eventually these mantras are the ones that will provide the path to the soul now coming to the 16 petals and what they represent in the human body because we said Shri Chakram is nothing but the human body itself and every walking human body is a moving Shri Chakra the first of the 16 petals is a desire one needs to have The Icha Shakti, the desire, once there's a desire to learn Laltasasnamam, then the intellect will start throwing a light on how can I learn Laltasasnamam? How can I learn more about Sri Chakram? Therefore, the intellect will be facilitated and enabled. But immediately after that, every step of the desire there will be a checkpoint if the desire is bad then we'll be slipping down we'll be descending down the desire is good we'll be ascending up once we have the intellect working in enabling this desire whether it's good or bad then the ego gets fulfilled and ego grows once a person becomes knowledgeable gets accomplished with a certificate or a rank his or her ego gets completely inflated and uh, once the ego is inflated then he or she will start making sounds or talking unnecessary things and therefore the fourth is sound. The fourth petal is representative of sound. Once there is sound then the next petal is touch. After sound When you're talking affectionately, you want to hug somebody and feel them, touch them. Similarly, when you're very angry with someone, you want to basically fight with them or hit them or slap them. So touch sound always gives rise to the need to touch someone. Once you're touching, you feel the form of that person or that, you know, the form that you're touching. Once you touch the form, you would want to taste it. And once you taste it, as you are tasting, your sense of smell also gets ignited. Once the smell is getting ignited, therefore relaying it to your mind, you will start recognizing the presence of mind. Once you have mind, the presence of mind is recognized, then you will realize that you have courage or dhyriyam. Once you have courage, then you realize what incidents, what experiences give you courage, what experiences give you bhayam. Therefore, the 11th one becomes memory. Once you have a memory, you try to give the form a name and try to remember, oh, this body is called Prasanna, that body is called Raja, this body is called Rama, this body is called Hanuman. So we try to remember things with the form and using our memory, we try to reflect upon a name. Where we try to look at the forms and forgetting the formless that powers it. For example, if you need to switch on a light, you will only look at the light, but it's very difficult to comprehend that invisible current which flows in the wires, enabling light to function. Then is the seed, the seed which was the reason or cause of our birth. All of us started our journey as a seed in the temple of womb of our mother, the Garbalayam. And that seed was doubled with a soul entering into Mother's Garbalayam in the fifth month that we have discussed in the past episodes. Now that soul, when fed with the seed, gives rise to the body. And that body which grows forgets the 16th phase, the immortality. So in some sampradayas, the 15th is considered immortality because the soul which is immortal comes into the seed and therefore forgets the finite infinite limits of that soul because captured in the body the maya starts acting therefore we all believe and behave as if we are just the body now these 16 that we have discussed are represented by 16 gupta yoginis which are all these Yogini Namas that we are referring to are also in Kadgamala. Those of you who chant Kadgamala will recall these names. The 16 starting from the one on the east going anti-clockwise. Kama Karshni Kama is basically desire. karshni essentially is the Buddhi or the intellect, the second one. Third one is Ahankara Karshni. Ahankara is ego and ego is not necessarily bad. Sometimes we need to have self-confidence and that is also powered by ego. 4th one is Sabda-Karshni or Sound 5th one is Sparsha-Karshni, Sparsha or Touch 6th one is Rupa-Karshni, Rupa or Form 7th one is Rasa-Karshni, Rasa or Taste 8th is Ganda-Karshni, Ganda or Smell Ninth is Chitta-Karshni, Chitta or the Mind Ten is Dairiya-Karshni, or the Courage 11th is Smitya-Karshni, Smity is Memory 12th is Nama-Karshni, Nama is Name Thirteenth is Bija Krishni Bija is basically seed. Fourteenth is Atma Krishni Atma is nothing but the Sukshma Serira or the soul that is there in each of us talking to us as the inner voice but we can't show it with any gadget or device. The fifth one is Krishni. Once we start engaging with the soul, we have this question that Ramana Maharshi used to ask, who am I? Who is talking to me inside? Once we start asking that question, we are trying to tune into that immortal Gita in us, the voice in us, which is the voice of the divine. And therefore, we start exploring the limits of mortality and start venturing into immortality. And the 16th one is Sharira Karshani, the Stula Sarira. Then, the one who starts exploring immortality, for them, the body just becomes an external appearance and a cage that is used as a vehicle to progress ahead in the samsaram or the astamam that they are in while they are continuing their journey on this planet they come here to enable others therefore yesterday we discussed in the previous episodes like a lamp or a deepam lit on top of the Kartika dipam lit on top of the arnagiri mountain no matter where you lit that lamp, it will give the same light. But when you are taking it to the peak of the mountain and lighting it, the vantage point where will be accessible to many, many people who are not at that elevated level will also be able to see the see the dvipam, the deepam, and therefore using the prakasha vimarsanyayam, that Deepam will light the light of knowledge, dispelling the darkness of ignorance on all the people who are witnessing it. And that's where Shri Karshani essentially keeps these jiva who is on the path of immortality in the stura Sharira for the benefit of others. This is a brief attempt at the Saru Sarvasha Paripuraka Chakra, which is also called Sodasa Dala Padma Chakra. Shodasha is 16, Dala is Battles, Padma is Lotus Chakra. Stay blessed, spread the bliss around Srimatre Namaha.